Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. After a week off not posting on Thursday because me and the boys spent a little bit too much time fishing, guess what I did this week? Spent a little bit too much time fishing, but I'm here, I'm recording. Let's talk about Joel and Daniel. Hey again, friends, welcome back. Well, I tell you, I was truthful in that opening. The boys and I have found a hobby. I've enjoyed fishing, but I haven't done it in years. And the boys discovered it really in a focused way this summer. And so in our schedule, Wednesdays, because they homeschool, and Wednesdays I'm off work, and Wednesdays are the day that we go fishing. Sometimes for a short time, sometimes a little longer. And uh, we have a blast today. We caught nine fish. We caught all kinds of species today. We caught, we caught uh, crappie. We caught largemouth bass. A lot of smallmouth bass, and we caught a white bass. So we had we had a good time today. But I decided I can't skip two weeks in a row. Need to get back onto the podcast. We've covered a minor profit. We're starting another minor profit. It's hard calling Daniel that, but <clears throat> so. We, I wanted to cover a few things here today. First of all, let's let's talk about Joel. We've already come through that. If you're reading along with us, we've come through talking about Joel or reading Joel. But Joel was written by a prophet from Judah. He is the son of Peth, Pethuel. I'm 100% saying that wrong. But really, aside from his prophecy, he's a pretty anonymous man. We don't know much about this guy at all. He, and, and it's even debated on when he is prophesying. Um, I was kind of thinking, because we're reading chronologically, I thought his came a little later than what it should have. But two things. Number one, our, whoever writes a chronological Bible isn't uh, perfect. They could get some things wrong. But number two, it may be that he wrote it later, ministered during a different time. So not quite sure. But... Some say he he prophesied during the time of Joash. He was a contemporary of Elijah and Elisha, um, even Jonah and Nineveh. He kind of prophesied during the time that they prophesied. And his prophecy was pretty strong. It was warning of future judgment to come. And he talks about the day of the Lord, and we're going to get into that. He talks about a locust plague that's going to come. And there's it's it's hard to fully explain it and there's people a lot smarter than me that do explain it and they have their reasons but there is some struggle in Joel because you're trying to figure out what is imagery and what is literal is was there a literal locust plague that came was there an armies that came and took over so he had a lot of a lot of that imagery that you're seeing and it's sometimes difficult to interpret but But he talks about the day of the Lord and the last days. And I believe that we are living in the last days. I think the last days began at Pentecost. And that's some time that some of Joel's writing, I think, was prophesied about what's going to happen at Pentecost. And it took place at Pentecost. And so, sorry for the hesitation there. I was underneath my office is is my garage and while i'm recording i guess the kids have decided that they need to ride the four-wheeler 
and the four-wheeler is extremely loud because there's part of the muffler that's missing. And so maybe you're hearing what sounds like uh, thunder. It's my kids on the four-wheeler. But but the day of the Lord, and talks about the last days, and we're living in those last days. And Joel prophesied about some of what was going to take place at Pentecost, and we are today living in the last days. And Joel was telling them to repent. We need to get right. We've seen that with, with all of these prophets. They're, they're telling the God's people to repent, to get right, to walk with God. But unfortunately, many of them didn't. Then we came to Daniel. Daniel, obviously written by Daniel himself, he was an exile to um, Babylonian, the Babylonian reign. He was taken as one of the teenage young men that was a, a sharp man, um, smart man, athletic. They took him, along with some others, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I told you later, Ezekiel, during that time period as well. But uh, Daniel was in exile during this time, when, and he went through some difficult times. He wrote this, though, in order to show God's hand, that God was what God was doing and that God was working and that God is not, has not given up on them, but God is working behind the scenes. And Daniel, I mean, of, of all these books that we're getting to now, Joel and Amos and Obadiah and all them, Daniel's the one that we're most familiar with, specifically the first six chapters or so. But Daniel's book is, is full of prophecies, and you get into that in the second part of the book. But in the first part of the book, it, it, Daniel's is so much preaching that's been, been done on this. If you think about it in the first part of the book, I always like in that first chapter to talk about Daniel and his friends. We talk about Daniel and some of the decisions he made. He he determined, purposed in his heart, he wouldn't defile himself with a portion of the king's meat or the wine which we drank. I mean, what a decision that he made there. He wouldn't defile himself with that. He he, he risked his life. He, he, he said, give us vegetables. I always thought, boy, that was a terrible decision, but... But it worked out. He ate those instead of the meat that was offered to idols, and God blessed him. He, he, his body, he grew and was strong and was advanced, and God protected him. God gave him favor. I love the phrase, this, gave him favor. And I don't remember the next wording, but it was a master of the eunuchs. But I love the idea of God giving favor in the eyes of someone that you would think you wouldn't get favor of. There's a couple of times it says that. We read about that when it deals with Joseph as well. And I think that's just a side note here. Let's just take a sidebar for a second. I've always enjoyed those phrases because there's been times when I've prayed and I said, God, give me favor. Give me favor in the eyes of blank, whatever it may be. Maybe it be my boss. Maybe it be in the situation I'm facing. God, just give us favor. Because it was something that we see God did. God gave Joseph favor in the eyes of the master of the prison gave Daniel favor in the eyes of the master of the eunuchs. See, God watches over his servants. And God can work even in the hearts of an unsaved, an unbeliever, to take care of situations that we're in. So there's been a lot of times I've prayed that prayer. God, give me favor in the eyes of blank. And I've seen God do that. And we see Daniel, He though he was in an, an, a situation that none of us would want, he was taken from his family, he was in exile, possibly a eunuch. He was given favor. God watched over him. God protected him. Of course, I, I don't need to on this surface 
podcast where we're just discussing this year at least, and then I'm praying about what to do next year, or if I even have the podcast next year. But but we're going to, if we do something, it will be different. But this year we've just been taking a survey level, and Daniel, we we see his character in chapter one, chapter two. We see some about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel is older now at that point. And then in Daniel chapter 6, he's about 80-some years old, and we know about the lion's den and all of that story. But Daniel is just a man of character wherever he goes. Even when those men wanted to find some fault against Daniel to use against him, they couldn't find anything because of his character. I wonder about you. You As we've read about Joel, he was an anonymous man, but God used him. Daniel's a man that we was well-known. We didn't even name kids after him. Daniel was a normal name and uh, just well-known man. Daniel and the lions did all these stories, but he was a man of character. Whether you're well-known or unknown, character matters. And so this week, as we are just continuing our journey through the Bible, as we look at these two prophets, one went through some difficult times. The other one, we don't know. But they were men of character, men of integrity, and men that served God even in difficult, even in unwelcoming times. They served God. And I don't know where you find yourself. You may be in a difficult situation that requires some integrity. And you may have been, maybe you've been tempted with that integrity, thinking, I, don't, I, I mean, I deserve better. I just don't want to. And that integrity and that character, no, 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 don't, don't fail. Don't give in. Daniel was a man of character. And so we're going to continue on. I think even before next Thursday, we're going to jump into another book. I think it's Ezra. We'll get into a few others. And so I will back up and cover those next week. But thank you for being a part of the podcast. I hope you've been listening on Sundays to our study about Elijah. And hopefully that is encouraging you. I've really enjoyed this study. And it's funny, this last week I taught a lesson, and I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I was not as prepared as I wanted to be. I already had the lesson done because I've taught through this series before, but typically I like to study through it anyways, and sometimes I'll tweak my notes, sometimes I'll leave them the same. But this time, I just, I don't know, the week got away from me, and now I'm in a holiday world, and I'm thinking, man, I know what I'm teaching, but I need to look over that, and I'll get home till late. I look over it, feel a little rushed cried out to God, said, God, I need you. I, I failed this week. I didn't get all, total all the study done that I wanted to. I know the text, but but I don't want to rely on me. I need you. And taught, and it was one of my favorite lessons. And a guy came up to me afterwards in tears, said it really meant a lot to him. Another guy came, I was going to tell the story, but awkwardly just approached me after the service. And not awkwardly on my part, not on his part. He was fine, but I just didn't know what he wanted. And, and he said, that was a really good lesson this week. And then he just turned around and walked away. And I thought, and I said to him, that was all God because I failed in my part as we do so often. But isn't God good? And I hope you're, I hope you can say truly God is good. And no matter what you're going through, whether you're like Daniel and you've been taken and going through difficult, difficult times or Joel, you're just unknown. God is good. Well, I'm going to go downstairs and see if the kids ever got the four-wheeler going. I'm going to recover from fishing. I took a hard fall today, guys. A hard, hard fall today. Uh, I got to slow down right next to the falls, too. Glad thing. Good thing I didn't go under, but I don't know. I'm getting old. But thank you for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for following along. 
We'll be back on Sunday with our fourth lesson in the series on Elijah. Have a great week.